Blam. Blam. Melb. Blam. Melb. Here's where we all stand. Uh, We are picking up directly after last week. Um, (laughs) Wherein you guys were just starting uh, a sort of chase scene with two uh, targets. Uh, One is uh, Uli had just stepped up to leave to follow after a young girl that had tried to come into the tavern. Um, kind of at that exact moment, it started raining from the ceiling in the tavern. Um, in that same moment, Holly noticed uh, your mark, or who she thinks might be the mark, the nightmare wizard, uh, also got up and left the tavern. So currently it is Uli who has stepped out into the streets outside of the, the tangled jib. And the rest of you, the four of you, are still uh, inside the tavern uh, deciding on what to do and also maybe trying to help the panicked, wet people. And she runs out the door um, to try to follow the guy with the boots because she's like zeroed in on seeing those boots and she's mm-hmm. just trying to follow him because she thinks that's it, him. Okay. And she's going to try to yell after him too as she runs out the door. Hey, hey you! Hey, Mr. Skecker, size 10! And she's going to like run off and try to follow him. Uh, it, until you said Skecker's t- size 10, he was trying to play it cool and just kind of like walk with his hands in his pockets and, and collar upturned. Uh, but as soon as you call him out, uh, you see him kind of free his hands and, and break into a sprint away from you. Yeah, I'm going to run after him. Okay. Um, what's everybody else doing? <coughs> I'm following the child. Okay. So we've got uh, one and one so far. Uh, you all saw Uli and Holly leave. What are you guys doing in the tavern? Uh, I am going to follow Uli. I think that the girl has more to do with this mess than we believe. Okay. So yeah, you, you step out and see Uli just a couple of steps ahead of you, um, peeling off uh, to the west, I suppose. Snack, why don't you go with Holly? I'll make sure Uli doesn't punch that child. No, okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, so we've got uh, Uli uh, and Tibio. Okay. Uh, let's resolve that first. And Bert. And Bert. Yes. Yes. That is what I said. Okay. <laughs> Uh, So this little girl is heading towards the loading docks. Um, So the way this place is structured, uh, you guys are moving, uh, I think I just said westward, um, along the docks. And so here are all of these parked commercial vessels um, that are waiting to take like large loads uh, from other continents and countries and stuff. So this is kind of where a lot of the large, um, I guess, industrial work happens. And uh, this little girl is climbing on top of a bunch of boxes uh, and crates and stuff and trying to like um, out squirrel you guys uh, if she can um, so she is currently standing on the top of a, a mountain of crates what are you guys going to try to do hey kid hey stop uh, she turns around and um, she's she must be like laying down on her stomach or something and she peers over the top of the crates and looks at you I'm going to accidentally message her and be like what the f- what's wrong with this kid why is she hiding I don't think she thinks to respond, but she does uh, duck her head back, and uh, you see a little flash of light on the other side of the crates. I will misty step to the top of the crate where the little girl is. Okay. Um, So, yeah, you just kind of uh, 
uh, appear up there in uh, Uli, you look back to see what that noise was, and you just see like a little uh, cloud of mist uh, floating away, and uh, Tibio is now at the top of the crates. So you look down and see that she is actually, uh, she had slipped between some crates, and she is actually uh, on her way back down onto the docks, running away from you guys, and that light was that she had just cast light uh, on her fingertip, and is just using it to see in the dark as she runs away. I say, um, wait, wait, little girl, please. I mean you no harm. Uh, she continues to run, um, but uh, it's pretty easy to track her now with this light shining everywhere. Okay. From my vantage point on top of wherever the heck I am, mm -hmm. um, I look over to Uli and Bert, and I say, uh, she's headed that way. You can go around. Okay. Um, so yeah, uh, you guys see her uh, actually running towards uh, some of the larger ships that are parked and some of the uh, kind of cargo loading equipment. Uh, yeah, let's go cut her off. Don't let her get on a boat. <laughs> um, so let's jump over to the other side. Uh, the people who are chasing the mark, uh, Henry. Uh, Henry uh, took off down a little more disreputable path and is not entirely out of sight of other people. Uh, so he is continuing to just run down the center of the strip of like bars and shops and stuff. So there's actually a little bit of uh, commotion and night nightlife still going on here. He is taking frequent looks back at you and he's not sprinting. Um, he's actually kind of like, you know, he'll, he'll um, move in between two people and kind of shove them lightly out of the way uh, and just kind of slipping between crowds. Some places are much denser with people than others. Uh, what are you guys gonna do to catch up to him? Um, so here uh, along the roads too uh, are a lot of like lit uh, lamps. Uh, there's a lot of, like I said, people standing about. It's like a, a mixture of stone streets and boardwalk. Snack will cast uh, Misty Step and he will appear, try to appear. What? Popular spell All right, today. copycat. <laughs> Misty Step and he's going to try to appear uh, near his legs and wrap around one leg to try to slow him down. Okay. Yeah. So with the fourteen, uh, you are you are firmly wrapped around one of his legs nice. and weighting him down. Um, and so he like takes a step, shakes you furiously, takes a step, shakes you furiously, and then he decides it's better to just continue with you on his leg. Um, you best stop. I have a badge, and I will bite. <laughs> Um, he uh, pulls a, uh, he, uh, you see him like uh, whip his robe back a little bit and uh, he's got a small bandolier of three wands at his hip and uh, he takes one and he points it down at you and he says, don't make me use this. You wouldn't dare. Is he standing on, what is he, what's around him? Um, he has kind of uh, uh, just kind of poked around uh, the corner of a building and into an alleyway. So he's, uh, he's able to make this threat to snack without being seen by other people. Um, yeah, Holly's just in close pursuit, trying to um, get close. Um, she is going to cast um, Armor of Ag Agathes. Mm -hmm. I, I don't know how to say it. Or just around herself, which just gives Agi. her five temporary hit points. And if they attack me, they get have to take five cold damage. Okay. Uh, so, yeah, you, uh, you feel a little uh, kind of minty chill run up your spine as you uh, shroud yourself in this protective Also, coating. oh, sorry, can I add some flavor to that? Yeah. Go back. Um, so the material is a cup of water. So mm -hmm. she takes a little vial out of her like satchel. She has like a bag of holding mm -hmm. um, that 
we bought earlier. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Um, and she grabs it, um, scoops out some of Blackwater. We're still at Blackwater Row, right, yeah, is yeah. where this is. So she's going to scoop it out of the water as she's trying to run by. Sure. And then she's going to just throw it up in the air, and it's just going to run and into it, <laughs> and then have it freeze around her as, like, just this ice shield. Just kind of missing herself, yes. like, mid-run. It's like, <laughs> yeah. you know, Bath and Body Works, where you spray it and <laughs> yep. then walk through it. Yeah. Except it's <laughs> armor. <laughs> yeah. It's disgusting. And it's, and it's stank ocean water. water. Yeah. And it just turns into this ice Excellent. shield. So, um, yeah, and then she's going to try to catch up to them in the alleyway um, and try to stand in front of Snack when she gets there if they're standing still. Okay. Um, he, uh, he sees the, the two of you and he kind of looks to see if there's anybody else coming. And uh, Snack, he gives his leg a shake one more time and he uh, actually takes the wand and instead of pointing at you, uh, he points to a, uh, a barrel that's behind you and uh, there's like a big rope coiled on top of it and a few other just piece, pieces of, of wood and, and debris. And he points it at that, and uh, he, he kind of mumbles some activation word. And uh, you, you hear all that stuff kind of like uh, start to rumble and shudder together, and you hear the creaking of wood, and uh, the rope just kind of starts to spin around wildly. Is Holly nearby? Yeah, she's right next to you. Holly, what was the next step? Do we kill him now? <laughs> <laughs> we need to incapacitate him, but don't kill him yet. Um, at, at don't kill him yet. Um, the the uh, barrel... Uh, reaches out with ropey arms and uh, makes a grapple against you, Snack. So yeah, uh, it, it gets these ropes around you and uh, you realize that um, whatever his wand did suddenly gave this pile of debris some level of sentience and uh, he has tasked it with uh, with grappling you or holding you down. Um, so this, this rope and barrel, crate and barrel monstrosity <laughs> uh, reaches at you, uh, but the ropes can't get around any part of you um, fully enough to pin you down. Um, and he's like trying to run thinking that it was going to work and he's still got you attached to him. Um, <laughs> Holly, he's, he's brushing past you trying to get free. Um, what do you do? And he's wearing wizard robes. Sorry. I'm trying to picture the, I'm having trouble picturing the scenario a little mm. bit. So we're in an alleyway on the dock still. Yeah, so it's like a fairly populated, like single lane. And then, uh, there's just little gaps in between all these buildings and, uh, uh, kind of between the throngs of people there, um, this guy with the kobold attached to him managed to just dip just over the corner into an alley that had a bunch of crates and stuff. Gotcha. Yeah. Okay. Sorry. I, it, the context matters a lot for the type of spells I have. For so, sure. yeah. um, so I just need a lot of, to go off of. Um, so I, and he's trying to push past me to go deeper into the alley or to go back out onto the main. Back onto the main street. Okay. Um, I think Holly is going to, probably just try to trip him or like somehow like make him fall down mm -hmm. um so she's gonna stick out her boot which has undisclosed magical ability that the dm has not yet decided <laughs> okay <laughs> they're just like her lucky boots. tripping magic mm -hmm. so she's gonna trip him okay try to trip him sure he uh he does stumble but he manages to uh skip over your tripping foot and uh and continue running uh although he's not as fast as he should be because he's got a cobalt attached to him. Snack has been patient enough. I take out a rusty knife and I poke him with it. Yeah. Ooh. <laughs> right. Uh, Violence. Yeah, make an attack with advantage. Okay. Oh my God. Yep, you poked him. All right. Give him tetanus. <laughs> Give me a uh, D4. Okay. So lockjaw for your vacation. <laughs> three, three damage. Three rust damage. All right. Cool. Um, so yeah, you. Uh, this is oh, just for flavor. This is the knife I got from the weird vampire. Yeah, knife. I remember that. So I, I have no idea what the knife does. Right. Yeah. So it's actually like. 
not all that sharp and effective. Um, so uh, Snack's still uh, kind of riding on this guy. Uh, you give him a couple tiny pokes with your dagger and uh, inflict three rusty uh, knife damage. Um, so he, he shrieks out in pain and people form a quick circle around him and kind of see you there and see him in the... <clears throat> there's a, a moment of confusion where they don't really know who the good guy is, and so nobody acts, but they are making it hard for both of you to get away. Holly, use our badges. I'm going to enlarge my badge okay. and just kind of like um, throwing star it right at the guy's head. Okay. Um, so taking it completely literally, um, you, uh, you grab the badge right off your clothes and uh, you kind of like pinch it to enlarge it. And then uh, you whip it like a Frisbee, like a throwing star at this mm -hmm. guy. So you just kind of throw your try. badge and it goes whizzing, pie, uh, whizzing by his head. I'm wasting all my spell slots. But... Onlookers saw the badge, probably. It's very visible now. Stop that man! Uh, you also hear a splash. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> uh, being that you're in Blackwater Row, uh, when you threw your badge, it went right between the rails and fell into the water. <laughs> let's, uh, let's actually go back to the other side again. Uli, I got a plan. If we get to the other side there. Okay. What? 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 Uh, be ready to grab the kid if this works. I was I was already planning on All right. it. <laughs> All right. Uh, so the kid is near uh, this large loading crane, uh -huh. and uh, she's like waiting for you guys to catch up again because she doesn't have anywhere else to run. She's at like the end of a loading dock. Oh, uh, we can see her though. Yeah. Okay. Is there somewhere? Is there somewhere I can like hide line of sight from her? Yeah. There's plenty of uh, crates to duck me. behind. Yeah. I'm gonna duck behind a crate. Mm -hmm. I'm gonna pop a mockingbird gum. Okay. And I'm going to imitate the voice of um, the man at the bar who told her she couldn't use the bathroom. Okay. I'm also going to cast Thaumaturgy mm -hmm. to make my voice louder. Okay. And I say, little girl, little girl, I'm really sorry about before, but if you come out now, you can go potty and everything will be fine. <laughs> You can see her, uh, she, she almost looks like a little embarrassed. Um, and then she starts kind of climbing down from where she was and uh, takes a few steps towards you guys. Um, and what do you do? I snap her up. You snap her up? <laughs> I just, I don't know how to deal with children. Sure. I'm like up. holding her as far away as I can. Okay, so she nat 20s out of it. Jesus! <laughs> Damn! Um, so you go to snap her up and kind of just do the, the where you hug. <laughs> Just like, you just air hug, you, you hug air. And, uh, and she is just kind of disappears from sight. Uh, you notice at some point she has turned off her light um, and you hear just a couple footsteps and then you hear a, a snap and then a whirring noise. Uh, Uli, you look up and see sudden motion and it's very big. Uh, as soon as she dodged your uh, attempt to just snap her up, she actually, uh, um, unlatched uh, the winch for the loading crane and it caused the crane uh, loaded with a gigantic crate of uh, ore to spin back your way and hit you like a bus. Um, so I think for that, it actually, it's so big and it's not so fast that it, it like cuts you in half or demolishes you. It actually doesn't hurt you at all. What it does is when it contacts you, it just kind of picks you up mm -hmm. and you just grab onto it and uh, it holds you out over the water so that you're just like just barely hanging on to this crate that is being held out over the water. I hate kids! <laughs> <laughs> oh, and there goes Uli. <clears throat> well, help. Maybe. Uh, Uli, you gonna be okay? I just 
throw up a thumbs up and probably fall off of the thing <laughs> or start it swinging a little bit <laughs> i guess i'm chasing after the kid then mm. how far away is she from me um she's like maybe like 50 or 60 feet away i'm gonna jump down and run after her and be like hey wait I'm, we're sorry we're sorry we didn't mean to scare you we're sorry okay um she she continues to run uh, but you can keep pace with her as she moves towards uh, upper town um uh back in the uh circle of people um in uh near blackwater row you guys aren't actually quite there but close enough to where um you could throw a police badge to it um so you guys are in this circle of people uh snack is still attached to him and uh holly is standing there after having thrown her badge um he uh snack snack you can see he's reaching for his wands again uh but he kind of looks up and sees all these people surrounding him and then he kind of like drops it and doesn't go for it again flee from us we are deputies get away we are doing justice <laughs> stop him he's the night wizard everyone help and uh, Holly's gonna try to grab him. She's like gonna full try to jump on him now, cause like it's just his like full body try to hug him. Yeah. And also just grapple him basically and hold him. She's right. not really sure what she's trying to do, cause she's not really like a physical combat type of person. Mm -hmm. So she's just like ah, and like <laughs> you know she's on a mission to try to catch, stop this guy. You hear somebody else in the crowd going, "What do we do?" <laughs> Someone get <laughs> Sheriff Tandy. Uh, you hear uh, footsteps running away as if somebody took that to heart. <laughs> oh, uh, for a second, I thought Tandy, Tandy was, was running, <laughs> running away. <laughs> I don't want to deal they with this stressful yeah. shit. Yeah. Are um, you the midnight wizard? She's going to like hold him. I don't know why she got a southern accent all of a sudden. Um, so, yeah, you're like holding him like from behind, trying to keep his arms like gathered up. And he's just like, no, I'm not, not the damn, no. Lies, I stab him again. Uh, so he's uh, <laughs> he's got a not insignificant leg wound um, <laughs> just from being poked with the dagger. And uh, you hear him say, like, enough! And he uh, gives you a good shake. And he's really trying to break the grapple this time. So at that point, <laughs> he goes, like, he goes, okay, stop stabbing me! And he, like, puts his hands up. Right, I'm, like, very close to almost doing a stab again and stop. <laughs> um, Holly's going to take her rope that she has out of her pack. Mm -hmm. um, and she's going to start tying him up. Okay. And also, she's going to take his wands away. He says, uh, uh, I promise you the um, bindings are unnecessary. Tell me where you were last night and don't spare any details. And she pokes him in the chest. <laughs> says, uh, I will. I'll, I'll, uh, I'll come willingly. Just Great. Snack, you can let go now. I slither off of him and stand up on my feet. Uh, the crowd of people is still like gathered tight around you guys, and they're all just kind of gawking and making it impossible for you to egress. Holly's gonna be like, "Who saw this man last night?" You hear uh, <laughs> the same guy go like, "I did." <laughs> and where was he? He was in the alleyway, and I seen him for just a second. <laughs> <laughs> Excellent. What's your name? <laughs> Fish. Fish? All right, no. fish. <laughs> My name's Har Hardy. Hardy fish. He's a liar. I will stab him. I run over to him. <laughs> no, no, snack. Stop, stop, stop. Uh. All right. Well, we're going to do some justice. Fish, Hardy, I need you to come with me. And oh, I, I don't want to get wrapped up in all this business. <laughs> all right. Well, we'll find you later if we need you. <laughs> um, we're going to bring you into the sheriff. Uh, Tandy's just got a few questions we got to ask, and then we can clear your name. And if you cooperate. So I, I promise you this is a enormous misunderstanding and nothing more. Great. Where's Tandy? 
Um, well, she was at the tavern before you guys all split. We so just ran from the there. tavern. Yeah. What's that? Did they find her and bring her? Yet? I mean, you sent somebody to go find her. Who knows if they'll ever be <laughs> successful? <laughs> all right. I'm going to give him a shove and we're going to push him back towards the tavern because sure. I'm hoping Tandy's still there. Okay. So. Uh, so then let's resolve little girl. Uh, she is running towards uptown, the upper town. Uh, so there's actually a large set of wooden stairs um, or an extremely long ramp uh, that's used to get to upper town. So there's this whole part of Lamplight Landing that is built onto these giant wooden stilts. Um, and it's, it's raised much further off the water. And so there are shops underneath this and there are shops above it as well. Um, and so she's, she's kind of run. And then this upper town is also where you'll find a lot of the like, like cathedrals and, and churches and pretty much the suburban neighborhood. Um, can I please drop off of the thing? and into the water <laughs> yes yeah you're a, out like you're, a your strength cat. is like slowly fading and you're just like i don't want to get wet <laughs> I, I not slip. again <laughs> all right but then i'd like to take off after everybody else sure yeah so you're just i mean determined as ever but dragging yourself out of the water to get after the people um i would I'm like sorry. to use a spell i should have used last time okay uh it's the command spell <laughs> oh nice okay oh. Um, so she is she is just uh, heading into a really large gathering of people. Um, there's like some street performers and stuff out in Upper Town right now, and uh, she's trying to like get into a crowd to get lost. Okay, uh, but I can see her. Yeah. So right, right before that, what do you shout to her? Stop. Um, this kid is resilient. Yeah, she looks back at you, and then she uh, dips into the crowd. Um, so you guys both keep track of her. Um, as she starts to get lost in this crowd and she's like purposefully like going between people and trying to shove her way in as much as possible. Um, but you can still see her. Uh, the crowds aren't as thick as she needs them to be. Um, and at this time, uh, you guys see Uli uh, coming up on you just soaking wet. I see that she's going to get lost in the crowd. I frantically look at her and then look at Bert and then look and see Uli back behind us. And I say, Bout, please watch my bones. And then I drop all of my bones Watch and i run out in my little gnome body between people's legs and yes. chase this little girl oh okay so um, i happen up upon bert now yeah yeah uh, we're supposed to watch these bones <laughs> that i'm not gonna ask <laughs> so, sorry to leave you back there by the way that's fine <laughs> i can handle myself it's whatever <laughs> Uh, so Tibio, you're uh, you're uh, diving into this crowd, yep. and uh, you see her, and she doesn't really um, have a lock on you since you jumped out of your skeleton. Um, so I'm gonna <laughs> catch up to her and dodge between people, mm -mm. so she doesn't see directly that I'm following her. I'm not gonna stay like right behind her or try to grab her or anything. I'm gonna wait till she slows down and thinks that she's lost us. Yeah. So you you see her um, staring out of the crowd, like back at where you were. Um, and so you've just kind of, you see her in profile and she's like locked on to like Uli and, and, and Bert and has no idea that you're in there with her. Okay. I'm going to go up to her like quietly and just kind of like stand next to her for a minute and then say, excuse moi, And please, uh, please, she just miss. kind of turns and, look and looks at you and she goes, oh, hi. <laughs> Hello. She goes, I, I. It's good to meet you, but I'm really busy right now. I'm sorry. Miss, Miss, I know. I, I'm very sorry. We did not mean to scare you. I'm, my name is Tibio. Uh, yeah, her, um, her eyes kind of go wide with recognition and she, you can see her like, 
she um kind of does that thing where she like holds a position like a dog or a cat and you know the next move they make is going to be a break of some sort i i put my hands up i put my hands up and i take a step back like a half step back Mm -hmm. and i say please please miss i'm just trying to to help you she goes you're the police no 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 i'm just helping the police but not to not to capture you not to hurt you not to hurt anyone we just want to make sure you're okay She's, uh, she keeps looking between you and the other two. Um, uh, Uli and Bert, are you guys moving at all? Uh, you, you see that. This I'm is poking happening. the bones. <laughs> I am. <laughs> if we make eye contact, I'm going to glare at her, but like not make any move. The girl? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So uh, you, you do catch her eyes and you two are just staring at each other. You and the little girl. Yeah. Flinch a little bit. <laughs> I I take like a step out of the crowd and like in front of Uli a little bit from where I can see like mm, yeah. they've started locking eyeballs. I take like a step between them kind of and I just keep my hands up. She says, I'm not the nightmare wizard. No, I never thought you were. But I worry that your magic might be accidental. She says, how do I make it stop? I can help you. And I um I do a minor illusion and hold my hands out flat in front of her and i make an illusion that little flowers are growing out of my hands she smiles a little bit and she says are you from tiltry no no i'm not my family has magic Hmm. it's something we learned from when we are very young young like you she says i don't have anywhere to stay we can we can find you a place to stay miss we just want to make sure you're safe she uh, holds out her hand for you to take it i take her hand and I do like a little, like little childish swing of our hands, yeah. <laughs> and I um, smile at her. So the other two of you see um, see Tibio and this little girl walk out of the crowd hand in hand. Target acquired. Yes. Let's go. <laughs> <laughs> hey, is this a what? What kind of skeleton is this? <laughs> Human, probably. Okay, I um, high five the skeleton. <laughs> <laughs> um, also, I uh, turn to her and I say, Miss, what is your name? Oh, my name is Maisie. Maisie, what a wonderful name. And then I look at Uli and Bert, and I say, Uli, Bert, this is Maisie. She is my new friend. Nice to meet you, demon child. Hi, Maisie. Uh, so it's, it's gnome, gnome, little girl, and Uli. <laughs> and, uh, so we're all like, yeah. <laughs> looking straight up. <laughs> How about uh, you s- maybe talk to us next time before hitting me with a sack of rocks? Uh, she doesn't lift her head to look at you, but she just kind of uh, uh, glares up at you by hitting your eyes at an extreme angle. I squeeze her hand and I say, it's very hard to defeat Uli. She is a master fighter, so you should be very proud of yourself. <laughs> she, yeah, she looks back at you and she says, it wasn't very hard. <laughs> well, uh, now that we've caught up with this little girl, I'm sure those other two has made fast work of that wizard guy. And I say... There, there is more to this story than we think, I think. <laughs> we should go talk to Sheriff Tandy. And you're but, going back to the tavern? Yeah, and then I, t- I tell Maisie that she has nothing to be afraid of, and I'll protect her and all that jazz. Mm-hmm. We'll even let you use the bathroom this time. <laughs> <laughs> you all have just stepped into the Tangled Jib. Uh, one group being uh, Bert, Tibio, and Uli uh, have apprehended Maisie um, from uh, a chase that led into Upper Town, and... Snack and Holly have apprehended Henry, uh, Henry Muldrift, uh, who they suspected might have been the Nightmare Wizard. Um, so we we assumed he is the Nightmare Wizard. Yeah. <laughs> uh, you all uh, 
walk back into this uh, parlor. Um, the bar you can see, it, like the actual bar top, is completely like like soaked down as a, there's still like a sheen of water with like surface tension on the bar and uh the barkeep is just kind of holding their hair and like staring at all the wetness and the water damage and stuff and uh they like take out a towel from a drawer and of course the towel is like soaked through <laughs> and they just throw it on the ground and kind of like shrug it off and they look up at you guys and you're the only patrons in the in the in the tavern now and they say uh what can i get you is Tandy not here? Tandy's here too. Oh, sorry. Okay. So wait, is everyone here? Uh, it's uh, all of you guys, uh, your two captives, and uh, the barkeeper and Tandy. Okay. This little lady would like to use the restroom, please. <laughs> <clears throat> um, she uh, looks up at you, Bert, and kind of shakes her head, and she goes, "I don't have to anymore." <laughs> <laughs> Do you have a jail cell here? We have prisoners. Tandy says, we do have a jail cell, but um, <laughs> let's not say prisoners, per se. Uh, one of them is a very young girl. <laughs> um, what have you found, deputies? Madame. And please tell me it's not as bad as it looks. <laughs> Madame Sheriff Tandy, uh, this is Maisie. She has uh, uh, magical abilities that she cannot control, and I believe that she is accidentally the cause of what was called the Nightmare Wizard. And <gasps> I think there is no such thing as the Nightmare Wizard. <gasps> what a story. Wow. Uh, Henry speaks up and says, uh, well, you're uh, right about one thing. There is no Nightmare Wizard. <gasps> then I'm right about all of the things. <laughs> um, Holly's chameleon also gasps. <laughs> mouth, mouth just agape. Yeah. Uh, I'm, I'm still holding Maisie's hand, and as I'm, like, explaining things, I'm, like, petting her hand, like, making sure she doesn't freak out. Mm -hmm. And this whole time, she's actually been staring up at Henry, and uh, Henry says, um, she's, of course, not to blame for this. Um, she is, however, grounded for a very, very long time. Oh, you know this guy. Well, you can't do that unless you're... Oh. <laughs> <laughs> and she says, no, I'm not. You can't do that. Is... is Are you related? Is um, this your papa? <laughs> yes. Um, but it's a bit complicated. Um, she says, uh, mom didn't say, so I'm not grounded. <laughs> <laughs> and then he says, um, I'm, well, of course, mom didn't say, but... If we're going to get along, it's got to be this way, Maisie. You've got to do what I ask. Bert, can you write this down? It sounds like... Already am. Mom outranks sheriff, outranks <laughs> deputy. Um, and Henry says, let me just back up a second. Um, my name is Henry Muldrift. Uh, this is my daughter, Maisie. Um, not too long ago... Um, uh, well, recently, Maisie's mother's um, come to pass. Um, actually, why don't you go show Maisie the bathroom anyway? Um, and she gestures to um, nobody, really. <laughs> the barkeep. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I will yeah. take the prisoner yeah. to the bathroom. No, I, I, I nod and I say, Maisie, let's, let's go outside. Yeah, and I think Maisie would only want to go with you mm -hmm. so far. Yeah. Um, so you, you kind of uh, step out. Um, Are you back in bone mode? <laughs> That's a 
<laughs> really good question. You're just, I would assume to, so. you're just carrying the bones in like the cloak <laughs> that she left behind. It doesn't take you much to like suit up, does it? No, they yeah. basically clatter into a pile. Yeah. And then when I step back into them, they kind of like. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, fun. Can we like, call okay. it? Getting boned or boning. I do like bone mode. I think that's pretty funny too. Uh, I have written down bone here: Tibio goes bones out. <laughs> <laughs> There's a lot of really, really good jokes that we can make, and I think that we should kind of continue space to space them out. Yeah. yeah. And whatever comes to your mind, just go for it. Um, so when you step out, uh, Tibio, um, Maisie says, uh, "Like I said, I, I don't have to use the bathroom." He just he doesn't really talk like to talk about when my mom died or she doesn't like to look at me when he does. I'm sorry about your mother, Maisie. Me too. He's not my real dad, but he was really close with my mom when she died. And I don't know, he is trying to look after me. He's just not very good at it. I think that there are many people in this world that would not take in the child of a friend. And maybe he deserves some patience yeah but I also shouldn't have to do everything he says just cause he's I don't know Henry <laughs> Tibio um, nods and as a young person also understands not wanting to listen to authority <laughs> <laughs> uh, back in the tavern uh, Henry explains a little more in depth um, his wife uh, or sorry his uh, partner at the time uh, had come under the effects of a curse um, that was actually particularly horrific. It changed her um, in her body and her mind. Um, and so she actually had to be hunted and destroyed, uh, not by Henry, but by other people. Uh, and Maisie might not actually know those details about it. This is Maisie's mom? Yes. Oh. Um, so uh, he actually came to Lamplight Landing in search of the source of that curse. Uh, he thinks... Um, that something here is cursing people. Um, he's just kind of triangulated a few of these cases and has traced it back to Lamplight Landing. And Tandy says, uh, we've had a lot of trouble recently, but I mean, it, it does kind of feel like we're cursed sometimes. But this is real. Magic it? is a curse. Nothing uh, fits the description of... of uh Maisie's mother, though? Um, and uh, Henry kind of reiterates, no, Henry's, or, uh, Maisie's mother was, um, well, they weren't able to save her with, um, they weren't able to remove the curse. I'm so oh, sorry. I mean, uh, nobody else has had that curse. Not that specific curse. No, they're all different, but, and some seemingly um, benign or not so what exactly Dangerous. happened to her? She changed into a sort of uh, a really rather demonic creature. Her skin hardened. She grew really. Uh, she grew uh, scales and horns, oh, and she became monstrous. And, and Holly, I don't want to think. About sounds it. monstrous, and I pat snack on the back. <laughs> um, <laughs> as Henry is describing this, um, Holly like is kind of just like sitting or standing or whatever and just um, crying, like tears start coming down her face. She's really sad and she um, is just like, I I'm so sorry. What was her name? Ash. We were sort of partners in a lot of things. Um, 
partners in business, uh, partners in dwelling. Um, she even took on my last name um, just to kind of help our, our brand. And um, But uh, nothing official. I've been around for about the last half of Maisie's life. Well, thank you for, for sharing your story with us. Um, uh, Holly's like wiping the tears from her face and she says, it sounds like we might be able to help a little bit on your search to find these cursors. Um, I, for one, think this sounds like a terrible, terrible act that we need to write. Um, and I want to help if I can. That's what I was hoping to hear. Um, I haven't been able to get where I want to go. Um, I don't know if I'm recognized or blacklisted or something, but he says, there exists a uh, sort of underground that I haven't been able to access. Ooh. Um, uh, I believe it's a, a black market of sorts. But it's, it lies underneath the docks of, t of uh, Lamplight. Ooh. Underneath? I've, I've seen it. Um, I even saw it tonight during part of our chase. Um, I saw just beneath uh, part of Blackwater Row, there was a light on. Is this the thing under the dock? Yes. Have you seen it? Uh, briefly, yeah. I've seen people kind of um, emerge from places that they couldn't have. I've, I've, I've tailed them, and they just sort of disappear. There's got to be some kind of hidden entrances into this uh, under dock. Yeah, just um, blow up the dock and you can find it. That's one way to do it. <laughs> says, yes, I saw the um, construction site earlier. Construction site? Where they were repairing the docks. Oh, they started already. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Tandy, have you um, had any other cases besides the Nightmare Wizard in town of curses? Um, I mean, it's hard to chalk it up to a curse, really. I mean, how do you know if it's really a curse or if someone's just being an a-hole? Have there been anything else besides the fish at night? Well, I'm starting to think now. There have been several occurrences, and who's to say that they were linked at all? Maybe none of it was Maisie. Maybe only this was. So yeah, uh, to summarize, <laughs> um, Henry is Maisie's um, dad, effectively, there is a black market underneath uh, some parts of Lamplight, and they don't know exactly where it is. Uh, Henry doesn't know, uh, neither does Tandy. All of this Nightmare Wizard stuff, it may well have been other curses, and people just thought it was all the same, you know, villain or something. Snack must get this straight. Ash, tell me more about what happened, how she transformed. He's got a glittery look in his eye he's <laughs> <laughs> uh <clears throat> henry takes another sec um of uh, kind of a, a pause it's clear he like is has like mixed feelings about talking about this stuff he says well at first we thought it was um just a normal ailment something that affected her skin she became very dry and and rashy but from under her skin developed um scales and then came horns and and uh, her, her bones even shifted that her legs grew an extra joint and uh, a large tail and, and, and... Holly stands up and walks out. She can't. She gets like... Yeah, she's too upset. So she and, can't listen to it. Uh, claws and her, her body was just made a terrible weapon. And uh, she became overcome with grandeur and, and fury. And 
and she fought even me, and I, I, I couldn't fight her back. Bert is writing this down with like extra vigor, like, oh yeah. <laughs> Snack uh, climbs on top of a stool to sit closer. And, and wings? Did she grow? Did she grow wings? Uh, he kind of uh, furrows his eyebrows and says, "She did not grow w- wings. No, but perhaps in time she could have. Who knows? I just wish we had acted more quickly on the curse rather than treating it as a disease." Um, did you end her life? No, I, I, I couldn't. I had to keep my distance. I, I regret that it was others that had to see her through. That's rough, buddy. So, uh, does this mean the flying fish, the crackers, was it all Maisie? The crackers, yes. And I was truly doing my best to keep up with her and, and undo a lot of the havoc she was causing. My fear is... When we came here, that Maisie picked up a curse herself. (laughs) I can't lose the two most important people in my life to the same curse. Did Maisie ever show any magical ability before this? Of course. She's a star student. She's excellent. Bright and powerful. She's a wizard like me. What curse does she bear? She seems to see enemies where there are none, and... um, her magic slips away from her uh, as if some other force is acting for her. Oof. I understand that all too It well. seems her emotions are being um, channeled into effects. Um, the bar rain, I imagine. Um, it's likely her needing to use the bathroom. Oh. <laughs> well, Mr. Muldrift, you can be sure Tibio and the rest of us won't let anything happen to your Maisie. Do you think I should talk to her? I'm <laughs> counting on it. I, um, they do not like the sight of me when I get anywhere near um, what I expect to be a uh, black market entrance that I can show you. But you're going to need to make the attempt for me. I already tried once, and they've got my number. What? What was it exactly they didn't like? Um, I don't know. It's like they could smell it on me. When I tried to... Um, uh, speak with who I assume to be a sort of gatekeeper uh, for the black market. He uh, he knew something was up immediately. He wouldn't even entertain my uh, my accessing their stores. Well, uh, we're a rougher bunch of characters than you are, so maybe they'll like us. That's my thinking. Not, not, I mean, it's fine. You can say it. <laughs> It's, I think it's just really my, my robes is all. They're just expensive robes, that's why. And you didn't think changing your clothes might help? I only had one shot. Um, I, uh, I think we should try in the morning, though. Tonight has been quite enough. Meanwhile, Tibio has been sitting outside, just like right outside the door with Maisie, and is teaching her a, like a bone-tossing game that he... <laughs> Learned from his family, okay. Where like there's runes carved in on these little like bone fragments, and you toss them, and it's like some combination of jacks, and there's certain numbers that you have to get, and there's lots of complicated rules, and he's very excitedly teaching her how to play this game. And uh, as you uh, you're going through the the kind of tutorial round, and you can tell that she's picking up the rules of the game before you've even finished explaining how to do it. And so when you give her like the rock or the ball or whatever it is to do her turn, um, you can see she's using, uh, she, she does the bounce or whatever she needs to. And um, 
starts lifting stuff up, but she's doing it with mage hand, and she's she's lifting several bones at once, and then uh, she's lifting all the bones at once, and she yeah, goes, girl. "Is that cheating?" <laughs> no, no, it's not cheating. And then uh, I also cast mage hand, and um, and I say. Uh, we don't usually include magic until the later rounds, but this is excellent. Um, he's he's thrilled. <laughs> yeah, she says I like this. <laughs> um, so, Willie, did you want to step out? Yeah. Uh, and they're just they're just sitting against the wall right outside of the tavern. Hey, hey, kid. No hard feelings. Uh, she looks up at you and says nothing, and then she looks at Tibio. She's okay. I... She says, no. Okay, good. Thanks. Uh, I wanted to ask you if you are having trouble maybe controlling your emotions or your magic or, like, you know, whatever, because I might know something about that. (laughs) She says, I can control my emotions just fine. Okay. You can't control your magic. Sometimes, no. When... Why? When does that happen? Do you know? Um, it's like when I'm scared or like when I need something, if I really want it and I can't. Um, that kind of thing. Uh, yeah, that sounds like not controlling your emotions. <laughs> she goes, hey, you shut up. <laughs> no, you shut up. <laughs> <laughs> and you, uh, you feel the door uh, uh, open behind you. Uh, um, Uli, as Tandy steps out, and she says, uh, we need to finish a conversation. Can it wait a minute? Um, she uh, sees you're talking with the kid and says, Madame Tandy, Uli was just going to join us for a game. And I gesture for Uli to sit down with us and play these, this like whack-ass bone How small are the bones? (laughs) Quite. Okay, I am having trouble. (laughs) That's fine. Um, Uli... Let's leave it at this. You can stay here tonight. I want you to meet me on the docks at 6 a.m. tomorrow morning. 6 a.m.? <laughs> Before the sun rises? You heard me. Damn it. Yeah, okay. I. That's fine. And we'll talk about the uh, damage costs for the boardwalk. I told you I would repair it. We don't want you to repair it. <laughs> we don't know what that would look like. I'm a I'm a boat repairman. <laughs> it can't be that much different, right? Uh, so she she actually leaves. She lets you go, um, and uh, and doesn't do it then and there. Okay. Um, I want to keep talking to the kid about. Oh yeah. The magic mm-hmm. stuff, but well, I, I'm just trying to gauge if it's like dangerous yeah. or not. Um, it could be dangerous. She's not like. She's she's strong, but she's not like extremely powerful where she could hurt people. Okay. Um, so she's not she's more of like a danger to herself and like the course of her life more than she is to other people, really. Is it wizard magic? Um, yeah. Oh, that's interesting. I mean like she yeah, it is wizard magic. So she, she wasn't like, born with it. Huh? She wasn't born with it? She's um I mean she's born with a connectivity, but it's not like this is much more typical of a sorcerer where they'd have outbursts that cause this kind of thing. Right. Um, so this really is some kind of other sentient force that's like, that's uh, acting on her. Okay. I want to know if they're going to stick around for a while while we try and figure this out. Yeah. So they also can't leave town for the next two days due to the lockdown. Okay. So I'm going to give her my tantrum tankard. Oh, okay. 
and I'm going to tell her how to use it. Yeah. And if she's feeling particularly uncontrolled, I want her to try it out. Yeah. But I will take it back at some point. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so um, like, un- when we figure nice. out how to stop this like craziness that's been going on. Right. But I think she might need it more than I do. You uh, hand it down to her and she takes it with two hands. It's, you know, it's like a cup for you and it's kind of massive for her. Yes. And uh, she just plays with the, um, the lever that causes the tankard top to open as you're explaining it. And then she's just kind of nodding along with uh, Can you the explain protocol what it that you does give again. Um, so, when the user is feeling a strong emotion, charm, or fear effect, they can open the tankard to relieve themselves of their emotional state for up to an hour. The emotion is stored in the tankard and can be released by opening it, returning the user to that emotional state. But I think, because I have a lot of experience trying to control it, 26 (laughs) years of it, and she doesn't, I would think she would benefit more from it right now. Especially if it's something new that she's experiencing that, like, it's not due to anything she's done. It's an outside force. Right. And it seems to be when she has an emotion Mm -hmm. strong enough to trigger it. So so Tibio is watching this exchange and is seeing Uli pass on this tool to Maisie and is just very emotional about it and is very (laughs) pleased and very happy and... Um, says, oh, Uli, that's just so kind of you. And uh, he sorts through all the little bone pieces and he finds one that has a, like a U shape on it. Oh. And he says, it's U for Uli. U for Uli. I will blush and try and be gruff about it and take it and I will say, do you need this? Pointing to the tankard. No. Um, and I think uh, we'll call that that evening there. Okay. Um, I, I want to. Uh, yeah. Uh, Mr. Snack, you have a moment? Yes. <laughs> I, uh, it takes me a second to crawl off the bar stool and walk over to. <laughs> so I know that's like me. You were uh, getting pretty into that story about that curse. Yes, indeed. It is quite intriguing, the transformation and all. Uh, I just want to um, make sure you don't do anything too foolhardy regarding the curse until we know more about it. Bert, I will be very careful and ensure that if I am to transcend, it will be quick and efficient. <laughs> um, Holly walks out of the bathroom area where she had like walked off earlier and she her eyes are like really red from crying um and she just asked the barkeep she's like can i just go to my room uh i just want to turn in and then tries to just quietly go upstairs so. barkeep says uh, i uh, i think most of the water was just down here so you should be fine yeah <laughs> thanks oh miss hyacinth are you okay that was a hell of a story we heard i yeah i i'm fine um thanks thanks bert but I, I think I just need to turn in tonight, so it's just been a long day. All right. Take Thank care. You. Thanks. And she, like, kind of just walks upstairs, but she's just pretty sad-seeming. Yeah. All right, Snack. <laughs> if you're going to earn your wings. Yes. That is the grand plan. I have three years to do such a thing. Uh, no shortcuts, all right? Mm. No shortcuts, you say? Why is this, Bert? Why should I not take shortcuts? Uh, I mean, you gotta earn them. Oh. 
Wings don't mean as much if you didn't earn them. What would a gnome know of such things? I have been around this place for six long years, and you tell me to be more patient? (laughs) Uh, I've read many tales about kobolds earning their wings. Have you? Show me, are they in that book? uh, Not this book, but maybe I'll tell you another story sometime. Bert, I must tell you, when I first found out you were a gnome, I wanted nothing more than violence to ensue between us, but... I I feel differently now. I don't know if it's the big lip hair that you have. <laughs> <laughs> or that you write down all the things so that we all remember them. <laughs> but you're all right, Bert. So. I'm glad to hear it, Snack. You're all right, too. <laughs> <laughs> Um, <laughs> and uh, at the conclusion of that, um, the last thing I want to do tonight, uh, sorry, in this in this day of the um, episode, uh, snack, um, before you turn in for the night, um, the uh, magic lamp um, at your hip um, begins to uh, vibrate. It goes... Ah, genie! Now uh, I run outside of the tavern and go over to the the trash can, and then I uh, sit with my back to it and open the lamp at that time for genie to appear. Um, and so, uh, <laughs> exploding from the lamp um, is this two-inch-tall genie uh, <laughs> that begins walking across the top of the lamp. There's this uh, glowing, uh, colorful trail. Um, the genie kind of shifts uh, colors iridescently, um, so uh, uh, um, much like we had seen in the uh, Aladdin movies, um, <laughs> uh, he kind of cuts off at the waist, and then there's like a, a sort of stream that runs back to the uh, entrance of the lamp, so he's kind of tethered to it, um, but he's sort of strutting back and forth on the top of the lamp, and he just says, how goes today? <laughs> genie, things are going very well. We... Nearly capture the nightmare wizard. I do not know where he resides now, but we have made <laughs> further allies, and I know of this this curse they call it that allows you to grow scales. Genie. Mm. He uh, genie gets down on all fours and he grows scales and wings and he turns into a dragon. And he says, "Very scary." Ah, yes, <laughs> just like that. Yes. And I punch the trash can in excitement. (laughs) (laughs) And he says, and how much closer are we to our transcendence? And he gets like a little halo and his wings grow bigger. So much closer, genie. I think, I think tomorrow it it may happen. (laughs) Says, well, don't be discouraged if it doesn't. I'll try. So, genie, why do you come today, this evening? Because if my senses don't deceive me, I think you're in Lamplight Landing, is that correct? Yes. Yes, we are. I've heard that this place has a whole lot of magic. There's magic here. We learned of this Underdark as well, below the docks here. The Underdark is nowhere near this place. Oh. The Underdark is a giant underground chasm featuring drow and other sort of underground dwellers. I see. Is this where curses come from, then? I'm sorry. Did you say Underdark? Under... Oh, I I misheard them. (laughs) (laughs) Underdark. Yes, the black market and the Underdark. 
that <laughs> to makes much fan. more sense. Jeannie, this man that explained it to us is a weird accent. I didn't, I don't, <laughs> didn't quite get it. Wherever you need to find it, I am hungry for magic. Great, Jeannie, tell me more. Do you know anything of this Underdark, then? Only what you've told me, that it's not the Underdark. (laughs) (laughs) But I hear promising things. My time runs short, dear Snack. I must pray. Please, find magic items and feed them to me. I will, Genie. I will look. That's all I ask of you. Okay. Sleep tight. Okay, bye. he goes back into the water. Bye. (laughs) Bye, friend. Oh, yeah. Did we hear any of this happening? Weird. I don't think so. No, I don't think we know about Genie yet. Okay. Yeah, you probably heard the trash can rattle. <laughs> Just snack being weird. Oh, God, and uh, let's uh, we'll start into the next day here. Um, so first day. person to be awake is Uli, oh. and you have to meet uh-huh. Tandy out in the docks at six a.m. before before the sun even comes up. What time is it? Um, it is uh, it is five fifty-five, and you are at Blackwater Row, walking <laughs> towards the docks. Oh, okay. okay. Um, and you actually see Tandy. Um, she is in line at the Elixir uh, kiosk. Uh, there's actually like a line of like 15 people there. What? And it's the only store that's open. Is that like a common thing? Am I ever up this early? No, never. Okay. You've never seen this before. And so uh, all these people are lined up at the thing and they're all, they're all buying the same potion. And uh, uh, you see somebody um, buy one from Joe, hand him a couple uh, gold pieces and they just uh, they drink it like right then and there, and uh, they give them they actually just give them back the vial, and they go, "Thank you, Joe. I'm ready for the day." Is this wheatgrass shots or something? <laughs> <laughs> or something. Somebody else walks up and takes one, and they're just like, "Oh, thank you, God. I just I can't talk to anybody before I've had my morning elixir." Oh my God. <laughs> and uh, and they continue on. All right, I'll. Um, Tandy says, "I'll just be a second. I'll just stand with her." And she says, "I'll meet you on the docks, Uli." I'm, I am on the docks. And I have met you. <laughs> uh, how did you sleep? Uh, you know. Let's just not talk. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, you wait a couple minutes just taking a step every now and then as the line uh, shrinks. And, uh, <laughs> so awkward. <laughs> and she gets, uh, she gets an elixir, uh, slams it, and she says, Okay, much better. Um, let's go. And uh, she walks with you down to the docks. Okay. Um, when you get there, uh, you see a, uh, a tall, lithe uh, elf man. Uh, very scrawny, uh, very young as elves go. Uh, he has uh, white hair. Um, it's a little long, uh, but it's like uh, tied up in a little bun. Um, she says, uh, this is your new training partner. Tra- training partner. That's the thing that I wanted. Yes, you are going to learn to get yourself under control. In what, in what way? Uh, well, when things go poorly for you, Uli, you react poorly. And we're going to try to put a stop to that. So uh, Rin uh, here has a bit of a sharp tongue and he can also take whatever you're about to dish out. So I just think you two would make a great pair. Um, 
and I think you could really stand to learn a lot from each other. So let's just start with you having a little bit of a conversation, <laughs> and we'll see how this goes. <laughs> and um, so uh, Rin, this elf boy, is um, he's got a tall uh, staff that he's kind of leaning on, and he's got a very lazy posture, and he's just like at the very corner of the dock staring at the water. And then he like barely notices you, and he just looks up at you and goes, Oh, hey. <laughs> Do I really have to do this? You do. It's this, or you're exiled from Lamplight Landing. Point taken. H hello. Uh, yeah, uh, I already said hello. What? <laughs> what? <laughs> Tandy, is she, is she just going to start punching me or what? If Tandy grins and says, uh, maybe. Um, you two play nice. <laughs> and... Um, and she says, oh, and, uh, and don't leave this dock. It's the only one with the steel plating. And she uh, gestures to the, uh, the, the, the heavy steel uh, grate beneath your feet instead of uh, the usual wood docks. How long do I have to do this? She says an hour a day should do. Perfect. Thank you so much for, the, the, for that. Thank you. And, uh, and she actually leaves. And Rin says, well, I got in a whole heap of trouble, so... I think I have to babysit you for a little bit every day. <laughs> oh, you have to babysit me. Y yes. I, I assumed it was the other way around. Oh, I mean, I just figured since I was the one in control here that I'd be the one in control. You, s <laughs> you said you got into trouble. Yep. Mouthed so off the Sheriff Tandy. She didn't like that one bit. Why do you assume you're in control then? He actually just smiles at you. And he says, so, you're the one that uh, blew up the docks, is that right? Yeah, And is. why did you do that? Because I am so powerful, clearly. So your goal was to destroy part of the town? No, my goal was to destroy part of a person. So you're not powerful enough to succeed in your goals. Oh, I to... wasn't trying to kill anybody or the dock. Well, you certainly don't scare me. Uh, you really just kind of seem like a temperamental child. Ugh. Big plans today. Going to ruin a bunch more shit. Make people's lives <laughs> how, awful. How close are we to the water? <laughs> uh, you're, I mean, you're pretty close. He's still leaning on his staff, looking out over the water. He's like barely even looked up at you this whole time. Like full body weight on the staff? Kind of. Okay, I'm going to tap the staff with my foot. He just kind of like, like side eyes you and like hop skips the staff just a little bit and like doesn't let you kick it. And he says, uh, oh, what was that? Getting violent already? That's not violent. Oh, no? No. You have not seen me violent. You just tried to move on me. No, I tried to move on your staff. Temperamental child, indeed. Tandy was right about you. We barely even talked, and you're already trying to get at me. What is wrong with you? <laughs> you can't do this to people. That's assault, you know? Like, I could, like, if, like, you could be, if we were in Tildry, I'm just saying, you'd be in jail by now. You're out of control, and you have no idea what you're doing. And you're not powerful. He goes, fine. And uh, he punches you in the lip. <laughs> <laughs> Did Tandy give any indication that if I were to lose my cool, this would be done? Nope. Okay, cool. <laughs> then I'm going to punch him back. You lunge at him, and you throw a fist, and it's going to connect with his face. Mm-hmm. Except he raises a hand, and you see a warbling sheen of light between the two of you. And you recognize that he's cast a shield spell, and he uh, dramatically increases his own armor. That is 
so extremely lame. He says, uh, well, like I said, I'm the one in control here, and there's not a whole lot you can ever do about it. So you better just sit down, because I'm about to tell my whole life story, and you're going to listen for an hour a day. And uh, he just kind of starts yapping about random stuff. <laughs> Is the shield still up? No, it's, all, it's, it's like It's momentary. only a reaction, yeah. Yeah. Okay, I'm going to pretend like I'm listening. Um, and we're, we're going to kind of actually fade out of that uh, okay. scene, yeah. Uh, Holly also had to get up early uh, to meet with Todd Pole out on his fishing boat. Oh, yeah. Um, Holly walks up the docks, um, and she is totally refreshed, ready to start a new day. Um, and she says, oh, good morning, Mr. Todd Pole. How are you today? Uh, he uh, does the kind of like lip tuck and nod kind of thing. He <laughs> just kind of nods at you without saying anything. Says, uh I, I think I got what we need here to do the, the ritual thing you're talking about. Oh, perfect. Holly's very excited. Unfortunately, um, I think we already found the nightmare wizard, but oh. we could still, um, you know, see who else. I don't know. I don't know if there's anything else I need to, like, find the source of. Like, oh, well, I, I mean, I got the seaweed right here, and I mean... Usually you use a worm in the ritual, so I brought a worm, but I don't know. <laughs> um, you know, I, I realized on my walk over here, um, I, I don't think we need your help anymore. We kind of discovered or figured out what we need to. One thing, though, I do have a quick question before you head out for your fishing for the day. Um, do you know, I mean, and I know we have to keep it on the DL, um, but do you know anything about the, you know, underdog? And she's like really close to him, and she's like looking around, like no, you know, making sure no one's looking. And she has no idea how to play it cool. She's very straight laced. So he <laughs> says, uh, "I, I mean, take off the badge for a sec." Oh, I, I threw it in the water last night. <laughs> Good. Yeah. Um, she mean, takes off the chameleon's badge and puts it in her pocket. <laughs> everybody's got, you know magical needs they gotta buy some rare reagents you know it's stuff comes up you gotta get stuff that's hard to find you go to the underdog sure i see i see um i think i have a need to get to the underdog for one of those reasons mm -hmm, mm -hmm. <laughs> well I'll, I'll tell you this um at the end of blackwater row um it's only for a little bit each day but uh there's an alleyway you can walk into, okay? It's uh, right before the last shop in Blackwater Row. In that alleyway, there's going to be a big dude, okay? He's a minotaur. His name is Dave. <laughs> <laughs> Not suspicious at all. And Dave's, I mean, he's a pretty nice guy and all, but, you know, he's a minotaur. He's, he's uh, he'll get you, so. What's the password? There's no password. He just, he kind of sweats you. What's the you. symbol? It's not that. Dave just knows. He knows what who's cool. What if you're a cool. stranger? What if you're a stranger? Does he let strangers in? That's his job. He judges who gets to go in. Who's he, who's he getting his info from? I think he just kind of senses it. He just looks at them? Minotaurs like are good at that. Oh they know God. how to, you know, navigate. They can judge people. <laughs> <laughs> okay. 
Is it like a thing if I really need it, they'll let me in because he'll know? I mean, you could bribe him. Okay, perfect. Perfect. Thank you. Thank you. She like pretends to walk away slowly like nothing happened here and like turns away. Uh, uh, Henri at the same time is like looking around all like paranoid and nervous. <laughs> His eyes are just kind of shifting like, like. But in opposite directions because yeah. they yeah, can move. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Henri's just like nothing to see. <laughs> um, yeah. And then she's just like thank you. And she like slowly walks away and kind of like pieces out from Toddpole. So he's uh, a good friend. Yeah. Uh, Todd looks at the ritual he has set up on the dock. It's like a circle of seaweed with a worm kind of like writhing around in the middle of it. <laughs> and he just kind of like uh, uses his shoe and just kind of scrapes it into the water. <laughs> and he just goes, sorry, guy. Um, and so I think we'll end on this. Um, Bert, uh, Tibio, and Snack um, are together. Uh, where are you guys? Uh, are you in Blackwater Row, the market? Are you still eating breakfast? Are you at the tavern? Are we staying? Are we staying at the Tangle Jib? Yeah. I don't Sorry. know. We're dark. You're staying at the Tangle Jib. Uli doesn't have to. She probably has a residence here or something. Right. Oh, I yeah. Don't. I'm just thinking the three of us. Yeah. Um, yeah, I would have stayed there. Yeah, I think probably. Bird is probably some somewhat of a there. night owl. Snack yeah. is obviously a cave dweller and. I'm a necromancer, so I would assume that I like the darkness more. So we're probably all late risers. <laughs> yeah. Uh-huh. Um, so Tibio is in the tavern, in the main area, eating breakfast. Um, he has made a porridge that is a home recipe from his mother. Bone meal? <laughs> Something. <laughs> <laughs> um. Um, so... Uh, a it's pretty much uh, just the three of you and again the uh tavern keeper is sort of in and out uh and then in walks a stranger who you guys have not met at all uh it's a dark-haired man who doesn't introduce himself he actually doesn't say anything he uh he just kind of walks in and uh he he sees the three of you and he just sits down in a chair and like he like stares down at the table i just kind of nod my head at him oh. and uh he like nods back at you Bex, and uh, do you know that do you know this man about uh, I haven't seen him before. He uh, he stands up to leave, um, and he takes a couple steps, and then he like sits back down in the chair, and he kind of like shakes his head, and kind of like looks around at the ground. It almost looks like he's trying to remember like what he came in for. Uh, sir, are are you okay? Uh, he stands up and walks towards you. And he says, "I I think, yeah, I I think, yeah." Tibio's eyes are very wide. Uh, something wrong, pal? Um. I think everything's fine. You look a little uh, out of sorts or lost. Yeah, I don't know. Something feels... You feel that? I do not feel that. Um, and then Bert, uh, he stabs a dagger towards you. Wow. It's just kind of a, a, a very like quick escalation as he pulls out this dagger that kind of glints in the morning sunlight. It's only like 9 a.m. Uh, coming through the window, and he he lunges for Bert, and he immediately drops the knife, and he goes he goes I, I, that wasn't me. I saw you do it. He goes no, I didn't do that. I put a hand on Bert's shoulder and I cast Mage Armor. Um, so yeah, Bert start <laughs> rippling with extra protection. Um, he says, uh, he says, I didn't, I didn't just try to do that. Um, I please, I, I don't know what to tell you. Is this your dagger? N yeah. Yeah, it is. He's like, please don't do this. He's like, don't arrest me. Don't do this. No, we are deputies, but, um, I want to at least like move around him 
to block off his exit or whatever. Yeah. And uh, as you stand up, you see him like turn to leave and then he like stops again. And then he like turns back towards you and then he like turns to leave again and he stops. Uh, and he goes, please, I'm sorry. And then he just kind of like shakes his head and then he starts like slowly walking out of the room. And he goes, please just forget about this. He is leaving now, though? He's trying to, yeah. Bert, we should follow him. We need to stop him. He might be cursed. Yeah, I'm going to pocket the dagger. And okay. Snack comes into the room. He's got a plate full of bacon and <laughs> ate all of the bacon. Yeah. <laughs> What's going on here? And uh, and you see, um, you, you you just see uh, Bert, like, picking up this knife uh, off the table like it's a murder weapon or something, kind of very daintily. And you also see uh, a Tibio, like, kind of conversing with the man and, like, the, all three of them are trying to... Um, you know, okay. act on each other. I'm trying to prevent him from leaving. I'm like not touching him, but I'm like in yeah. front of the door, like no, no, no. You All right, let's go. I'm gonna try this again. I'm going to uh, shout out to him. Stop. Okay. <laughs> Using command. And he succumbs to that. Yes. And he just completely stops and he's staring at you. And he goes, "Yeah." All right, pal. Uh, I don't know what's going on, um, but you didn't want to stab me, right? No. But you did try to stab me. Yeah, and I, I don't even know why. I don't know how I got here. Could this be a curse? I uh, roll up his uh, pant legs and start checking for scales. <laughs> <laughs> and, um, uh, what, what you got, Snack? <laughs> I don't know. Perhaps it's below the skin. And I take out my dagger. <laughs> no, no, no. Well, well, no. Hold, <laughs> Just wait. Perhaps we should follow him then. So are, are, you, are you in control now? I, I think so. I feel okay. Did you feel okay before? N- no. It, it was different. So you feel different? Yeah. Can you sit? Can you stay? Uh-huh. We don't blame you. We understand you are cursed. I, I really... I mean, you guys are deputies, right? I can't... I don't want to... I don't want to make this any bigger of a thing than it we was. Are, we I'm are just... not going to arrest you. We just want to find the truth. Um, he, uh, he sits with you. Have you uh, come into contact with any anyone weird or mysterious lately? Absolutely not. I've, I'm just going about my routine like I do every day. And then I, I passed by this bar and I, I saw the three of you in the window. And I don't know. I, I came in and you saw what happened. Uh, I can't explain it. I don't, I don't even know you. So, did you... We will not tell anyone. But did you perhaps... Make a visit to the Underdark at some point. To the what? The the Underdark? <laughs> the Underdark. It's the Underdark. I've never... Oh, the Underdark. Uh, no, I don't know what that under, is. Under... Un- what do you mean, like swimming? Underdark. <laughs> underdark. It's all right, Tibio. I think he doesn't know. I'm sorry. <laughs> Then I will cast Detect Magic. Okay. Uh, you can see that there is a, um, a, very, a very powerful, but a very diluted uh, charm over him. I think this man is cursed. It's, it's something like an unbreakable charm or like an unbreakable spell. Okay. Um, but it's, it's like, it's, 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 so, it's such a shadow of that effect that uh, it's only kind of like on and off and erratically controlling him like this. I think there's enough evidence to say this this boy cursed. <laughs> what do we do with him then? We find out who cursed him. Uh, just then, you guys hear a window shatter. Uh, and Blech. a stone comes flying through the window and just barely misses Tibio. And you see somebody outside like looking at both of their hands and they go, I'm sorry. 
I'm sorry. We, and, uh, we are under attack. Again? <laughs> and uh, we'll end it there for tonight, I think. <laughs> Yay. Cool. I'm glad all these townspeople are bad at attacking. <laughs>